Should we go? Yes, we're recording. Cool. I feel like we're everyone's favorite product review oh, podcast. Yeah, that's what we are. We're a podcast. Then why have I been recording all this video and all these animations? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're everyone's favorite product review unboxing channel, ASMR yeah. channel. Let me just grab my models over here. We can do what, would, what would it more? be like? Like, like, what would it be like to have like an ASMR channel where you're like cutting things off of a sprue? That's a uh, thing. That's it is a thing. Terrible. Yep, three D printing, uh, snipping off the supports, ASMR. You're shitting me. Who does nope. that? Like Squig Morrow, like Major Killer, something. Three, I don't know. Three D print. I, I don't know. I don't uh, like Need ASMR. This in my life. I need to spice up this. I'm not saying things. That. You I should get my not link it. Are you outing yourself as like sprue cutting ASMR? Guru, no, I uh, I hit free cutting. Why? Um, a lot of time spent. If you ever have to cut out the sprues of a three thousand point army of clan rats, you will understand my pain because it's just all spikes. And you have to like smooth it out as well. Nah, like on three thousand points worth of like. Old two thousands printing. Um, oh God! I, I I like the mold lines. I keep the mold lines in. I used to just twist them out with my forefinger and my thumb until I was like, "What are you enough to like <laughs> Hercules?" Like <laughs> no, it, it it a lot of my miniatures broke, and then I uh, actually invested in sprue cutters, and like uh, it's a lot. It's a lot easier. Just now. use pliers when I when I first had it. I didn't realize you first had to cut it off. So like when I first what? got my, yeah, you you use the pliers and you just kind of twist like that little thing right there on oh my it. God. I only did that for like two models until I actually got the sprue cutters because I didn't know that they came on sprues before. Why not just tie a sharp rock to a stick and bash it? <laughs> I mean, the old solution. Yes. All right, so uh, welcome everyone to the Sigmarxism podcast. Uh, we're your hosts. We got a special guest today. You want to introduce yourself? Hey, I'm Caligula. I'm a British war gamer, and I'm trans, unfortunately, which isn't a pleasant uh, thing to be in Warhammer <laughs> Spaces. Yeah. Hello, what, you, what, what are your pronouns? I go by they and them, though I'm really okay with anything so long as it's not he or him. That's good. Okay. That's good. Wow, you like neo pronouns? Oh, oh fucking just. Be fair. If uh, you've read like um, Leslie Feinberg, she makes a really good case for neo pronouns, but um, I can't remember her argument. So uh, um, yeah, I personally yeah. like I've stopped caring. I until like yeah, literally the only time I think I've ever cared about like people using neo pronouns is like when I was. 15 year old edgelord 
Yeah. But like everyone seems to be and people like have this like weird obsession with like the Oxford it's not in the Oxford English dictionary, so therefore it's incorrect. It's like fucking con- fucking uh what is it, constructionalists. Yeah, like, the Oxford English Dictionary already had to add Google a few years back, so you know, fucking whatever, you know. Well, yeah. language is pliable. No, impossible. Well, if no. You what you what you need it is was what given the... to us by God it, when Moses came down from Mount Sinai. He had the Oxford English Dictionary with him. <laughs> what you need is uh, something oh like God. the French have, where you have an official language bureau who determines what can <laughs> and cannot be officially French. Yeah. God, that sounds like yeah. a very USSR thing, but now that I know that it's French, it sounds that, that makes about much sense. Yeah. Well, it's one of those things that instead of uh, they don't like to, and this is only for like official French, you know, it's not, uh, it's not like a 1984 thing, but one of the things is they don't like people uh, taking like English words. They want, so they Frenchify them. By basically just changing them. And this happens all in Irish too. Basically just changing them so that they're spelt phonetically how they would be pronounced in French, but they're really still just the English word. Like Egypt. Oh, that's gross. Which is uh idiot, but just pronounced in Irish. Mm. Don't suppose any of you have heard of uh Freya Katra Erling's daughter? Oh that oh that one? Yeah, because I can recall apparently she'd been having difficulty getting her name changed because they're. Oh, it's Iceland, isn't it? Yes. Is this the thing? Yeah, where your surname is basically whether you're the daughter or son of someone. Yeah. Changes. But there is a non binary version, isn't there now? Or there was? That wasn't the problem as much as like Catra not being allowed as a name. Like apparently you can't get your name like changed in the TV unless it's show. a traditional name. Wait, they tried to change your name to Catra. Yes. Why? Why do we do this to ourselves? I'm pretty sure Shira came out after that. <laughs> or oh, right. well, when did, I, I, but, when when would okay? She'd had um, a Catra avatar before that. Ah, okay. Uh, well. We also need to introduce uh, ourselves besides just our, our, our esteemed uh, Roman empress uh, or uh, Vempress, <laughs> I guess. What would we, I, there's I've not Caligula would have blushed. Caligula would have blushed. <laughs> if you do, I, 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 I already threatened you before the podcast no. that if you did that, I'm going to cut it out. Don't make me. I have my exacto you knife that I need to replace. I will cut it it's out. Really How good. dare you? I'm Everyone surprised. comes to this podcast to hear me sing Morrissey. I'm surprised you cut out with an exacto knife and not just, you know, twist it. <laughs> mm. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to introduce myself. Danny, pronouns he, him. You've heard me before. I'm boring. I'm the boring member of the podcast. Them. They, them. Yay. And, and, and oh, interruption. I'm, I'm, I'm Amber. I'm she, her. That's me. Anna Brett. Truth. Yeah. I'm powerful. She or she. On the one hand, I'm like, oh man, everyone in this podcast has cool access. But on the other hand, like, then I'd have to live in uh, England. It's okay. You can come here. You can come to Ireland. This shithole of a country is just on the up and up. With all the other British refugees. Oh, like, yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, 
uh, Florida is giving you a run for your money on at least at least you guys are like turfs where it's like you have like some semblance of like feminism. Well, that's Florida, the problem. It's just like we just hate women. The problem with the UK though, having so many turfs, is that they form like a very cohesive kind of gel that allows like well UK fascists to form a very cohesive middle class, working class, upper class, like cl- cross class collaborationist alliance that was a lot of words so like that's why like the uk has like very little resistance to far right because we are so i don't know it's like english about it yeah it's like typically i mean i think when um what's his name big bmp guy enoch powell tried to um well everyone thought he was going to become a prime minister at one point but i think it was actually the queen who had to step in and like you know just like tell him to chill the fuck out. Not really tell him to chill the fuck out. I think he she stepped in or something along that line. It's a system of UK checks and balances, but the same thing that, like, genuinely, like, at the time prevented, like, big hardcore fascism from, like, doing anything is also the same thing that, like, prevents us from getting any better. And now that we're, like, our system is so backwards because we have the House of Lords and the House of Commons, we still have that very, I mean, I guess, feudal class structure. So I don't think, like, we've the way that TERFs operate in the UK, the way that conspiracy groups, anti-vax groups, even like EXAR, like Extinction Rebellion at this point, like operate. Mm-hmm. I don't think like we have as much of a fighting chance against fashion that like America or any other country with a very strong far right might because our far right here has like almost no resistance. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I sorry. Thanks for coming. I thought it was because we had GW. Oh, and yeah, that, that's right. From that. fascism since... 1980. Yeah. Eh? I mean, if we could I, talk about that. Church, it forms a strong. Games Workshop forms a strong, cohesive gel from the body sweat of fascist teenagers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not. Listen, I'm not saying that 20s fascism had in England had anything to do with the formation of GW 60 years later. But. Um, but I'm also not saying it. I mean, oh, what was it? Um, speaking of turf, real quick, I just re- remember um, who was it on Twitter? There was one twer- turf that was like, uh, had like a heat map of the entire world, and it was like, look, everyone all over the world are talking about these issues, and it was like just like, it was like a it couple was... people in India, and it was like, fucking the UK was just l- l- lit up yeah. like a like a <laughs> fucking Christmas, Christmas tree. tree. Yeah, it exactly. was. It was just the British Isle. Like, yeah, it wasn't even Ireland. We need to post like Chernobyl memes, but it's like <laughs> I am turfism I am. instead of radiation. You know, since we're going on this tangent, I am uh, a little bit supportive of all the turfism in England because when the English are doing it, the Irish won't. So really, this is that's the entire reason that that the uh, I mean, it's it's not great, but. Um, it's why we haven't uh, Ireland hasn't descended into the same sort of chaos is because it's the Brits doing it. So they just uh, you know won't be doing any of that English nonsense. So, anyway, yeah. this so, is a say, this is a Warhammer so podcast. Here. Yeah, speaking oh. of Warhammer, uh, good segue. Oh yeah, um, yeah. So in the news this week, uh, we actually got a couple of things. I mean, we got uh, Orc previews Saturday. Dominion it, just came out. AOS three point just came out. I don't know Fancy if you guys got lizard. your boxes or whatnot. It's kind of weird when we like talk about Warhammer 40,000 for something positive. You know, 
Well, here's something. <laughs> here's something. Well, the rest of this podcast, but you know. Here's something yeah. negative. White Dwarf did a bit about uh, the new uh, Octarius battle sector or whatever. And instead of featuring new rules for Tyranids or Orcs, they managed to shove in some sort of ch- some sort of descendant chapter of the Salamanders and give them rules and new characters. And also a battle that apparently there's a battle scenario that takes place underwater with the new space brains instead cool, of. To be fair. I mean, we need more cool. representation. It would have been cool. It would have been cool with underwater Tyranids and Orc submarines, which we you know have. That'd be so cool. I didn't have the youth Kim, but for Tyranids, that's my pitch. Also, I'm a little bit worried. They, uh, th- there's a dedication in the new AOS rulebook to uh, Jarvis Johnson. So I-, I think he might be dead. Oh, I thought you meant to said to Boris Johnson like, for a second, and I was like, "No, no." So I was like, "Why are you concerned that he's dead?" If but, someone uh, could go to Nottingham and poke him with a stick to make sure, that would really help. Maybe he's okay. got some like debilitating disease or something. Maybe, maybe he yeah. uh, he's, <laughs> he's worked he's at GW old. for decades. <laughs> the brain worms have finally caught up with him. He's like their long-term strategy manager. Could you imagine him to come up with a long-term strategy for Games Workshop? It just be ignored. There's yeah, it just it like 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 long-term strategy and Games Workshop are like two things that I never hear in the same fucking sentence. Yeah. Yep. But uh, other than like orc previews and stuff, I mean, we got uh the new. We're getting like all looking at all the multi-part kits that were coming for uh. The single uh, monopost kits in Dominion. There's a big orc on a big, uh, big swamp thing. Big I lizard. Like. Big lizard. Like a uh, yes. Komodo dragon. The slogoth. Yes. Yeah. And I, oh, the wait, way what? he described it, they described it as the slogoth is underneath the water, walking along the bottom, so it looks like a barge in the swamp. And I absolutely have to make that diorama now. Ooh, that would look sick. That would look sick. Like you get some, like uh, what is it? That clear epoxy. Yeah, exactly. That's how Eddie Eccles described. Apparently, that's how they're supposed to be working. Oh, that's sick. All right, now I like that even more. I'm starting to like these new swamp orcs. I like that even like them even more. I love the the other one. That's like hippo crocodile elephant. <laughs> it's like a it's just a, it's this weird as mix of uh, of swamp animals. What is that weird, like, just a dude that's being ridden around by some goblins on its back? It's just like a like person the on their hands and knees, yeah. What the fuck? I don't know. That is the slug off, isn't it? Yeah, that's no, no, no. the slug off. I yeah, guess. It's a bit... He's crawling along the bottom. Yeah, sometimes you gotta give your homies a piggyback ride. Yeah, and plus they're grots, so. Yeah. Well, also, um, I was gonna say the uh, the um, Stormcast releases aren't too exciting. The only thing that I've seen that's actually been exciting is actually 40k fans um, uh, pre map or like uh, doing photoshops of the one uh, new HQ choice that they had as a Vulcan. Yes, from Baston. Yeah, yeah. I mean, his name's Bastion, but I'm gonna keep calling him Baston. Baston, Baston, Bastilladon. 
I'm kind of no, worried. The, the new Stormcast, I mean, it kind of looks like they're just taking, say, a Sigmar models and being like, let's make those Stormcast, you know? They still, I, they still feel a bit bulky. I see what you're saying. No, no, but like not, not literally, but like as in, like we now have a swords unit and no. we have a halberds unit of, you know, and it just it makes it makes makes me worry. I don't know. Cities of Sigmar has been like in a weird place for forever because it's just like GW's just like ah, what are, what are all these old ass units do we got? Now we'll put them in a random army. Although there's stuff with um. The Broken Realms book has been able to flesh them out a bit, which gave me some hope. But I see what you're saying. Yeah. There was there's a lot of um chaos dwarf stuff. I've been reading the uh the little lore booklet that comes with Dominion, the Hobgrot section. Uh, the chaos dwarves are very explicitly mentioned a lot in it. So yeah, it's, they've been all but confirmed, which is great. Yeah. That's that um. What do you call it? Kill team um, thing being hinted as well. Apparently, is the orange kill team font. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's. Uh, well, I'm a big fan of kill team. I mean, the last kill team release we had was Pariah Nexus, and that was in the like kill way zone. overpriced, right? Like twelve miniatures or something. The well, there was a lot of terrain, but the problem was is it was like uh like doors and stuff. So it was like, eh. I I got it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I got it at like twenty percent off, which is like you know a good thing. So Everyone's, like uh, going crazy for the Death Corps of Creek. It's in the background, but uh, I was saying it wasn't Death Corps of Creek that it was actually Steel Legion. Well, that, yeah, but then someone did someone did an intense analysis of the uh, <laughs> the eye holes. Apparently, the eye holes are different between That's insane. those and um. But I don't think I mean like uh, it's definitely not going to be plastic. Uh, death corpse because I mean if no. they got plastic death corpse before they got plastic kidians like most guard players would riot I would well, rather have like, they already have death technically corpse. plastic uh, like like the new plastic kidian shock troops that we have yeah. new sure sure yeah they wouldn't update the old uh, like kit and like I, I'd rather just have like I mean they wouldn't like update the old kit if they were like gonna release a new one like two months later and I think I'd rather just have, like, another army that isn't just more fucking Cadians, because, like, in terms of, like, Astra Militarum, Cadians seem to be the only army that are actually serviceable right now. Like, Mordians and, like, Armageddon Steel Legion, Valhalla Nice Warriors, um, yeah, they're the, just the, not... The latest Valhalla really release doable. was literally just, they re-released the metal models, which I got some of. Like, that was yeah. their latest release. Yeah. Like, a year ago. I'd really much rather just have some um, Death Corps, Corps of Krieg and like plastic. And I mean, they did make the, um, what do you call it? They did bring out some Horus Heresy stuff in plastic as well, which is really cool. And I'm like looking forward to getting my hands on some of those once I finish up these. Well, yeah, they had pieces. the, yeah, you're, you're right. They, well, they, we have that leaked box, which looks sick, like a plastic, um, what was it? Uh, not lit. Yeah, it had a plastic land raider. Uh, what's yeah. the Horus Heresy one? The one that has like the cool, like rounded edges or what? Like the Spartan assault tank or something? Yeah, no. yeah. If, no, 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 I don't know if it was that. Well, I know that they was. They also had another it's, it's plastic, uh, plastic con- contemptor dreadnought. It looked like. Yeah, 
which is like quite fortunate because I was thinking of getting a uh, contempt or dreadnought, and I uh, now I don't have to. Um, I'm just excited to use months. that for my Alpha Legion. Mm. It's gonna be sick. Yeah, but so, yeah, I mean, oh, you first. I think it. Actually, I'm gonna like say. Well, like, no, wait, that's that's all I was gonna do. I mean, yeah, what? I like how. I was, we we talked for like ten minutes about the Octarius thing, and we didn't want to mention Tyranids. Yeah, I think it's very accurate because I have a feeling <laughs> Tyranids aren't going to get any mention either. No, watch this. They're they're going to release. Um... Oh man, what's I'm trying to think of what would be the worst, the, the most slap they in the face. Like, the termagant. They update the termagant kit the same way they did the guard kits, and now the termagants have more options. And racially diverse heads, but they cost twice as much. There are two, about, like, it's like it's a like tie. There are two different spine shapes. What about like salamanders versus ultramarines? And it's just like a you know like cyberpunk like sim or something that they're meant to be fighting each you other. You know what? You know what? Vulcan comes back. Fuck it. Vulcan comes back and he's chaos now. But he's actually, he's, he's not voiced chaos. by Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Come to wake the fuck up, samurai. And then he punches Gilliman in the face. God. And then you can choose the dick size of Vulcan. Yep, yep. But you can't give him any, you know, quote unquote ethnic hair. You can't like <laughs> but but like, you know, well, he's like, 30 like different piano reeves. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. Is that why Vulcan's always bald? I mean it is games workshop, like one step forward, two steps back. He's well, always I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, I personally like to think dreads. uh Vulcan's always bald just simply because Arch Warhammer has a direct line into uh, GW's practices where he's like, well, technically, he's not actually a black man. He just has really dark-skinned Vulcan, you see, and using his racial phrenology Black people, too. but let's make it sci-fi. I'm gonna be honest, knowing like a lot of the original artists in GW, uh, it's probably just because they didn't want to have to draw hair. Yeah! That's why so many Space Marines are bald. I don't blame him. I mean, yeah, it's like, they're all white, aren't they? Like, all the other Primarchs. Like, Angron almost has dreads, but they're mecha tendrils or something in the back of his head. And it's just like, you could have just made one of them, like, on them, one of them. Well, isn't, isn't color or something. Lorgar. Magnus like, is red. Well, yeah, Magnus, Magnus is red. Magnus is a fun count. I don't care what color <laughs> you are. <laughs> Black, well, brown, yellow, purple. And I mean, there well, is the whole... There I was going to say, at least Lorgar is, like... Middle Eastern coded to a certain extent because he grows up, grows up on cultures. Oh, like... Jagatai Khan. How did we? How did yeah. we forget <laughs> Jagatai Khan? Yeah, but he's just like every single Asian ethnicity like mishmashed together. It's like a Japanese wait, wait, Mongolian wait, 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 wait. Chinese. He's samurai. compensating for everyone else. What do you, What do you mean? Yeah. There's a, there's more than one Asian ethnicity. I just know people as Asian. What? Crazy. Oh, God. It's such a fucking butchering, though. Like, all these different groups that have fought and killed each other for thousands of years are basically just the same thing, right? And it's just, like, we have, like, 50 different shades of, like, British in 40k. We have, like, at least three different kinds of French. And they're all, like, distinct from each other. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's, oh, you I mean, like it's, 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 it's this wild concept called Orientalism, baby. Let's get uh, I, like, yeah. I like the fact that everyone's space British. It makes you feel a lot better about killing them. 
they're all space turfs is the problem that's what saint celestine is saint celestine is basically jk rowling but she became like a demon of the emperor she got martyred after she got called out in like gothic twitter uh, do you think like when during when the pylons on Cadia were starting to be erected, is that like J.K. Rowling being told that trans people exist, and she starts like screaming and trying to claw her ears out? God, god damn! All right, uh, so let's go on to the main, oh, yeah, the main, she... the main course of today. I can make a very, very silly segue here. All right, do it. Let's do, do it. it. Do it. it. Speaking do of turfs being called out on Twitter. Um, so, who here is familiar with Magic the Gathering? And who here specifically hey! familiar with Magic the Gathering is familiar with Therese Nielsen? Oh, I'm familiar with this controversy. Okay, so, he's... Wait, wait, did anything happen new? So, for those you who don't... No. Okay. No, there uh, no, is nothing okay. new. Okay. But I'll, it is I'll, a leading you, on point. Talk. Yes. So, um, no turfs on Gruel Turf became sort of a... Uh, a meme for a while because Therese Nielsen, an artist for Magic the Gathering, was uh, found to have liked a and followed a fair few uh, right-wing assholes, and uh, a fair bunch of Magic the Gathering Twitter people took to respond. <laughs> That's not wholly the important thing, but what is to mention is that um, professional Magic the Gathering player and non-binary trans woman, Autumn Burchett, went to a tournament with lands that were Therese Nielsen art and had no turfs on gruel turf written over the top of them. I remember uh, this, yeah. And she got told to take them out of her deck. But, so, uh, guess what detail is what is uh, hyper-fixated on Autumn Burchett's article on 1d4chan.org. Uh, oh, God. Uh, oh, wow. What happened? Amazing. Okay, um, so basically, if you don't know, um, by the way, if you guys don't know what the concept of gruel is, so in Magic, there's five colors. Gruel is one of the combinations of two of the colors, red and green. Um, and they're like the, like, stereotypical anarchists of Ravnica, but like that's a whole other thing we don't have to get into. Check out Spice 8 Rack's video about yes. um, Domri Raid and anarchism, because it looks at just how fucked up the concept of anarchy is in Magic the Gathering. I, I can't recommend most, Spice like, 8 Rack eno enough. Gah. What an absolute unit. Yes. Um, uh, his, his, his live streams are... Is, is, is Spicy Crack envy? Or... I believe the Twitter profile still says he, him. He, him? Okay. Okay, I, did, I didn't know. Oh, I don't want to miss the um, 1d4 chan stuff. Like, what's yeah, happening well, there? So, um, well, that's just part of the research, because I did want to just have a general bitch about 1d4 chan on here. Um, but, oh, uh, we've, had that, we've had that before. If you go back to listen to some of the earlier episodes. I know. We had I a, know. yeah. The dramatic reading of uh, um, the 1D4chan article about how Gilliman coming back is going to make the Imperium great again or something. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. But uh, 1D4chan, um, I think the best way to describe it is... Oh, no, I know like... about 1D4chan. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that for the audience who doesn't oh, know yes, 1D4chan, yes. it's more of a... 
basically it's it's what it says on the tin you know it has a lot of 4chan humor but it's like for like 40k and whatnot it's got a lot of child porn does it a lot of child porn drawn or written there's a lot of like smut and weird shit on there and yeah, it's just, there like, is. on there. And it's just, like, it's 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 noncy, but a lot of it is very violent. Like, there's just stuff about, like, children cultists being violently oh. sexually assaulted. It's just, Cultist like... Cultist Chan? Yeah. yeah. And it's, like, that 1D4 shit, Chan yeah. is somehow, in some ways at least, more vile than, like, 4chan. Because it's, like, all the political stuff, the political stuff, all of B. And also... Just like traditional gaming, just like lumped into one place, it's like fucking vile. They also don't don't give that great advice, despite what people say. Good advice was 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 one d four. You don't go to one d four chat. Go to like uh fucking a uh, a goon hammer if you want to get like actually good like yeah. like strategy advice. Going to one d four chat for advice, you might as well be rolling like a d six and like taking like your run of advice from that. Also, yeah, like, but what's every result on the d six, every result set, whether it's good or bad advice, it has to have the word rape thrown in at least yeah. three times a sentence. Yeah, it's, it's, that's true. They want to remind you you're getting like wargaming advice from a fucking nonce. Like you have to remember that. Like whatever you say about like one d four chan, that's like positive. They are pedophiles. Like I don't know if there's any other way around it. They are like fascist pedophiles. Well, that's I'm... like the sort of like the mixture of like how 4chan and like sort of this again going back to if we really want to get into like theory about it, like the Orientalism of uh and sort of the fetishization of like you know anime culture and like lolly culture and whatnot uh into like gaming and stuff like that because like this is sort of what a lot of people who are terminally online and do things like uh, that are on 4chan and, and whatnot are into those sort of things for yeah. a myriad of reasons. The only good thing toxic masculinity has ever done is beat up nerds who like Warhammer. <laughs> don't quote me on that, but... <laughs> don't don't quote me on that. So like, but yeah, so... The, the advice that... is how I got, like, freaking started on thinking about this stuff again because um i'd been watching uh just some like general how to get into 40k video from uh somebody i think it was cosmonaut variety hour variety show the no, cosmonaut okay. variety show uh yeah there was um a video about how to get into warhammer and it recommended going to 1d4chan for tactics advice and how to get started because it's written by real ordinary people and just uh, i i, yeah, don't I do know remember if that, that was do remember that song. part of that video that you're talking about they all cosmonaut variety hour is i like i like them uh their take on the Clone Wars is good. Their take on Rebels is bad. Uh, yeah, that's my that's my take. That's my take on 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 them as far as with Star Wars. But uh, people do think like it's like if you like glance over it, you won't find like I mean, yeah, you're gonna find bad. like problematic jokes. Like basically, it's like for every one D four chan article, there's like a funny joke and like ten jokes that are like overused and like one joke that's like you know, very low brow, like, very low brow and, like, problematic. 
So like you're going to find like per article, it's just either it's incredibly unfunny pro- or incredibly like problematic. And there's like no in between. Like there's like again like five funny jokes on that site. Like in you know, it's a lot of repeat, and most of those are repeated ad nauseum, so they become unfunny by the second article you read. Blam. Yeah, the blam thing. We okay. get it. Scub. Do you guys like Scub? I'm a big fan of Scub. Was it that Scub? Wasn't even what's from the other one? Andy Fortune. That was from um, what's who was a comic book artist Scott, that did that? Maybe? Perry Bible Fellowship. Perry Bible Fellowship. I think so. Yeah, it wasn't even like like that wasn't even their thing. They just took it over as 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 a concept. Was it even Scub? Like, oh, it is Scub. Okay, I'm yeah, it is. It is Scub. Yeah, it's Scub and Stub is like an article, a, a Wikipedia article that doesn't have enough information. My face went Daka. Do you guys like that? My face went Daka. My face. I like the Daka Daka. Muffalo went Daka. When orcs go Daka, you can cut this bit out. <laughs> this is nothing. It's it's no. a lot. I mean, the biggest thing about like a lot of like one D four chan stuff, it's a relic from like another time. Like you know, like a lot of this is like very twenty six, yeah. like 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 twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen. Before then, and yeah, well, even before then, yeah. But I'm thinking about like like when like culture war, like SJW, whatever. Pe- people were crazy about that when, like, when people like the quartering were still allowed in Magic the Gathering events. If we want to have those things like that after the he, before he harassed people and pissed everyone off. Uh, yeah. So like you that. Know, that uh, the da- that dagger bit just gave me a horrible flash forward to the like one D four Chan retirement home in a couple of decades. <laughs> Or just all that's the fate of all of us in like you know 40 or something plus years is we're going to be staying in, in, yeah, in the 41st millennium, we're going to be staying in a space retirement home, just like yelling, you know, random nonsense words at each other, like DACA and um, Stormcast, DACA, yeah, DACA. I think the biggest thing also, um, like, like you want to talk a little bit about animation and, um, well, I did, of... I did have like one more gripe to like, I, I, I did want to cogently link my point about Autumn Birchett oh, back. Nice cause, cause, um, so yeah, uh, out of interest, revulsion, and horror, like the Lovecraftian scholar that I was before I transitioned into a fucking deep one. Um, (laughs) I psyched myself up to just search for the word trans on the site. And naturally, of course, it links to trap, but... um, Yeah. uh, Nice. Nice. Yeah. Real classy. Yeah. Uh, but the other one that got linked was, of course, the article on Autumn Birchett, which, of course, was like, oh, God, no, this is going to be horrible. So I did look at it, and the entire article misgenders her, blames yep. her for, like, what's it, attention-seeking and getting some poor, innocent turf cancelled. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the poor, innocent turf. Oh, God. Autumn Birchett. And... And, and just the, they just the, can't they just can't help but misgender people and, is the biggest thing also 
It's yeah. always written by like fucking people who are just super reactionary and just like are so angry. Again, they're they're the people that watch the quartering. Like, yeah, the quartering is like the biggest fucking grifter piece of shit in the world. Like, I remember when the quartering got banned from Magic Gathering and people online were like, there was like people online who were like, oh man, it's so unfair, you know, uh, you, you know, there was just someone on Patreon, she was doing stuff, and then I went into the store in person. I was like, hey, what's your opinion on the quartering getting banned? And they're like, yeah, fuck them. Pretty much every like normal person that actually played Magic Gathering that I was with, even the people who were like more right wing, were like, "Yeah, that guys are fucking asshole." Like, who cares? Like, that's the biggest thing that we got to we, we got to stress when we talk about this. It isn't you know just that, the, that a lot of these people are like you know extremely transphobic and whatnot. They're just bad people to be around, and they just suck as like people. They're just assholes, and you don't want them in your hobby. Not just because they're like transphobic. That's one thing you don't want them in there. But they're also just toxic to have around, and are the worst people who will complain about every fucking thing and make you like just hate your life. Like they're the worst kind of people. Good, good for pirating though. Yeah. True. So, but, uh, TG does have probably a, probably one of the biggest archives of role playing material. I will I will say, 4chan's biggest mistake was letting like Paul get such an influence on the site because without Paul, 4chan would be so much better. I mean, at without, least in my like, opinion, without like one D 4chan, without like the support the other groups had for like slash Paul. I mean, you. <laughs> Slash Paul probably would not have the influence on, I guess, global politics at the point that it has had. Well, yeah, like, it's it's, it's just sort of is is like especially like with Gamergate and like people with the concerted push to link nerd culture to like far right ideology. Um, Slash Paul should never have been a thing. I think it should it should not have been a thing. No, because when, when you try and like quarantine off a group of people, you're just giving them their own space. To like organize in and be like little shitheads. Yeah, well, yeah, and slash pull basically, like I said, it infected all of 4chan and basically all of the rhetoric from slash pull. You know, as 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 much as MSB was beforehand, it was worse after pull. There's no denying that. But, uh, yeah, going on to sort of uh, animations and sort of the a- animation sphere and the YouTuber sphere, of course, we have, you know, problematic people everywhere, but, you know. Everywhere, yeah. So what kicked me off thinking about this is, um, have any of y'all seen the Imperial Fists versus Iron Warriors animation? No. Oh, God, no. no. I saw, I've seen, fla- I, 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 yeah, no. It- it's not a Flash Gits thing, it's from some other dude. It's just like an Imperial Fist up on a wall having a shouting argument with an Iron Warrior, and the joke is that they're both being childish. And then it's just gotta slip in the old casual go home to your demon dick wife, and it's just like Oh my god, you, you just know, unlocked a horrible like... repressed memory for me. I have seen that video. I, I, had, I had completely forgotten about that. It's not in, so... I mean, that's also, like, strong coming from, like, a literal, like, turbo virgin. Yeah. It's, like, it's, it's sex, people, I, I think it's, um, it's and before I say this, I'd like to say, you know, text-to-speech device is pretty good, 
but it's a lot of people being emboldened by that to like you know think that if they they can just you know have like that sort of thing where it's just you know two fictional characters yelling at each other and ignoring the whole point of it, it being that the reason emperor with a text-to-speech device works is because the writing is good yeah the writing and the voice acting are very good and, and the, the animation work, is shite yeah which is the yeah, point the, well yeah the animation is shite which is which is the point you just you know stretch it and uh whatnot in sony vegas i mean it's, it's, it's all around when they speak yeah exactly but like that's the charm of it is that it's cheaply produced but also like the people that also work on that show aren't a bunch of assholes which mm, is you yeah. know nice like um i know that uh Abifusa, the guy that, that makes it at the very least is a fan of the sub so if you're listening to this shout out to you keep doing a good work Woo! we love but, your animation uh, it's actually very good we were just joking yeah, yeah, we 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 appreciate you working hard on on the animation. You know, yeah, but it, don't it's make actually... it better. Don't make it better. And if the... GW approach you, say no. no <laughs> they're not going to approach. Well, oh ah, they actually. Oh my might. god! Oh, yeah, could you imagine? Thought. Could you imagine some sort of like Flash gets forty k version of Sight Park being commissioned for Warmer Plus because oh god. can. Uh, no. At some point in the far, far future, the grim, dark future, I can imagine. Oh. I still, I still like the fucking uh, what is it? The Flash gets like a uh, furry thing was awful. As someone who is a furry, it's just terrible. So How is it that in twenty twenty one people still think lol Space Marines shooting furries is funny? It's nothing. Like that's not. It's well, it's like, it's, it's the same thing. Mean, but also, like you're just nerds shitting on other nerds. Like, well, well the fucking, biggest thing actually, you when you realize, yeah, you have to realize is like, I mean, we already know. Flash, like again, if you want to know, Flash gets is like, like if we're talking about the channel Flash gets. If you guys, uh, the listener doesn't know, but um, if you want to know, like Flash gets his politics, just watch our Transformers video. It's like it tells you uh, everything you need to know. Yeah. Like. Period. Again, a lot of... like I said, if, if you, it, it's literally something you would have liked. Like, it's literally like 2015 tier because I think I think it is from like that was from 2016 apparently. Yeah, yeah, but and they haven't changed at all. So like you know, a lot they haven't of changed this... since 2012. A lot of this stuff works because it's the same reason why uh, children's programming is, you know, you record like three series and then by the time you you know you show the three series and by the time you get to the third series your audience has grown up and there's a new audience so you just repeat the three series over over and over again for like a decade and that's the same thing here is that i guarantee you it's not the same people who are watching you know the 2012 uh dragon Force z animations mm -hmm. it, it's you know it, it's a it's basically just capitalizing on that i imagine edgy you know shit lord 12 to 15 year old and then you just i mean there's always going to be the 12 to 15 year olds until yeah, yeah. until the children of, of men it, situation that's coming quickly yeah. question has anyone seen the last church the fan animated version of it i no. did it's fucking good I it's just that. like 
one of a few stories that like approach on having like some sort of narrative depth to them in terms of like actually exploring some of the themes that are like referenced in 40k because like in 40k we have all these like churches and grandiose designs and like huge battlefields but very rarely do they actually like dip into that aspect like into the specific sort of not really theory but like theology you know the theology the the um what do you call it impact almost not impact i study the subject and i complete philosophy yeah the philosophy (laughs) philosophy behind it like they they rarely ever go into it and it's like the last church i mean a lot of the stuff like is in it is very like um i don't know like 17 year old 18 year old sort of in, in terms of like the sort of themes that it contains but it's like a step towards like it's very adolescent but it's a step towards like the sort of direction that 40k could really go into and it just kind of like the rest of a community doesn't i just wanted to mention it real quick in terms of like fan animation well that's it's like that's um yeah it's kind of the biggest joke of Warhammer in general is you're right they don't go into like the philosophy or anything because they keep it vague on purpose because they want to appeal to as many people as possible to buy their miniatures, which is what they're around for. And I mean... Um... That's the interesting thing, though. Like, the best part of, like, 40k is the fact that, like, it is, like, the the economics of, like, the Imperium are perhaps the most interesting part of the setting. The fact that, mm-hmm. like, yeah. of how the Administratum operates, like, that's the whole, like... Well, That's the whole appeal of 40k, like, the fact that the economical system is fucking it's, bankrupt. It's a monstrous satire of, like, you know, modern bureaucracy and how it operates. Yeah, and, but... like, like, blown up to a scale that is, you know, insane that kind of shows, like, how yeah. how easy it is, like, even for, like, some of these mechanisms to go awry or be used, like, even, like, the simplest thing. This yeah. is sort of, like, you know, going into, like, the banality of evil with... Um, what is it, Adolf Eichmann, where it's like, you know, you can be committing war crimes, but all you're doing is basically looking at data sheets and whatnot. Yeah. Like, like, that's the sort of thing that that is really interesting. That's what I think is, like, what makes Brazil a scarier film for me than 1984, is that 1984 is, like, just total oppression and blandness and like terrifying banality and soullessness and brazil is more like look at how horrible and fucked up everything can be while people are still trying to be civil yeah, yeah. it's that veneer of civility i mean that's the sort of thing that like like um sort of like the difference between like even like sort of like the imperium and chaos like there are two sides of the same coin where it's like chaos chaos is the embodiment of like the what the imperium is underneath all it's like veneer of civility they just don't want to admit that they're they're pretty much the exactly the same yeah they're bloodthirsty crazy people who yeah that's actually why i love like the first three horus heresy books because like the whole reason like the horus heresy happens is because the emperor in his infinite wisdom decides to make a nation ruled and led by essentially just like warlords like all the criticisms that everyone like in those three first three books like levels on the war master is just like wait you're coming to try and like get us into your like plan into your like 
uh, big empire. And you're literally called a war master. That's your official title. Mm -hmm. The leaders of your nation are literally superhuman killing machines. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? And, like, it's just, like, of course it's going to be a heresy because you've, like, you've, you've refined fascism into, like, you know, this very, like... I don't know, like, you can't, you can't be more, like, you can't get fascier than, like, the Imperium. Like, the only way it's... the heresy could have gone better for the Imperium is if they'd killed everyone else first, and then heresied. My yeah. god, did they try? It's well, that, like, yeah, yeah, that was the whole, whole Great Crusade thing, was that they tried to, like, have this, you know, kill everyone, so then we could just have the galaxy to ourselves, but, like, it was always going to be doomed to fail, because the Emperor... Mm -hmm was i mean he was That's too short-sighted fool. he was but an the, idiot the point um that i was i was just gonna make was that uh you know the the epitome of games workshop especially when it comes to the fluff is like their official take is everything published is canon you know if it contradicts something else you can choose which version to believe and i think uh. at the end of the day that kind of summarizes the whole attitude like i mean that, that really that, that's the big you know i wish joke here, about all this yeah that, here's my thing that like i like i kind of actually like that because in a lot of like oh no yeah I'm, who, like studies a lot of like history and stuff like that that's sort of like how it how it goes with like historiography is like we have fractured sources from like everywhere that tell all kinds of different stories and it's up to like the historian and the individual really to piece together what actually happened what they believe based on what evidence and you know a lot of it comes down to like different philosophies and lenses of analysis like yeah. i think that's a really brilliant way of doing things and it ties up a lot of loose ends, but you know, I think your criticism to, is valid. Well, no. To be clear, I I agree with the everything is canon approach. I like that a lot. I mean, as someone who used to when they were younger, you know, maybe care a little bit about the lore. At this now, at this point, I'm like, you know, I, I don't want to. I I actually, I, if I could forget some 40k lore and put in some useful information instead, I would really like that because you know I know too much about it and none of it matters in the end. So I at this point, anytime someone brings up lore inaccuracies or whatever, I just yell everything is canon at them until they go away. Good point. Yeah. I also just want to quickly bring up the fact that the reason that Horace turns like heretic is literally because like he didn't know how to do taxes and like how to run a government i think that's kind of like it cool. was like a sitcom mm. level misunderstanding with the interx yeah. Well, literally, yeah literally they're like oh man yeah we have all these cool stuff you know about chaos right and they're like what and they're like you don't know about chaos the fuck oh shit we're so screwed i mean it was like the same thing in um fulgrim when the eldar girl were like we need to warn you about Horus, before he becomes a war master, like, oh, he's already the war master. Oh, I just have yeah. this demon blade that I have with me right now. Okay, I'm gonna kill you now. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the whole like. I mean, that's what the entire Horus heresy is based off of. No one uh, talks for like longer than five minutes. They just immediately go like, ah, you got a demon blade. I'm gonna kill you. You know? Oh, some one of our guys got stabbed. Let's shoot all the space marines. You know, it's very uh, Saturday morning cartoon. And I mean, yeah. I, you know what? I mean, I kind of like it. I mean, it, again, it's it's forty k lore. Boys, you know, I wouldn't recommend you read the Horus Heresy, but you know, 
it's there if you want to. Again, uh, 40k lore, 40k books are some of the most like variable in quality yeah. book series that you've ever seen. You'll have like actual like great things by Dan Abnett, or you'll have like like literally. I read two books about the Alpha Legion, and one of them was like one of the worst books I ever read. And one of them was like one. a great book. It was uh, what is it? The most re the the recent yeah Legion is a really good one, but then Legion, the one the Legion is a really good one, and then the other one where it was like the, the more the, recent one, yeah. The guy where the guy was named Occam, like Occam's Razor. You see, ugh, yeah, it I was know, terrible. I didn't even like Legion because, like, first of all, like it felt a bit shallow in some places, and second of all, like they somehow managed to like make a regiment where all the women were like big mummy gifts, like. Uh, but all the women were still somehow really like submissive, weak-willed, just terrible characters, despite well, all of them literally being like generals and shit. Like it was you know, kind of sort of like the idea of like a weird like fascist like like they were so obsessed with like jeans and shit like that. Yeah, like that yeah. was I thought that was kind of the point is that like they were all being well. That's so, so that is the thing because I mean. Enough. Well, no, Dan Abnett has said that, you know, in his earlier books, uh, he wasn't, you know, he was kind of not uh, aware of that stuff. But like, as it goes on, he's made, you know, more of a concentrated effort to uh, rectify that. I think it's a good thing. It's learning. I think there's a, I think he said that on his Twitter he writes uh -huh. women better in, like, Gaunt's Ghosts as time goes on as well, which is, like, one of the reasons I was, like, I stuck through with, like, 14 or so books of that, because, like, the first couple, it's like, oh, wow, this is rough, huh? And then you yeah. get further into it, and then you're like, oh, okay. He, you you can tell, like, he sat the fuck back and did some thinking. I guess um, I wasn't as bothered with Legion because the book I read before it was fucking Fulgrim, and women in that book literally, oh I think God. I counted it. Um, they describe every woman, like, like Graham McNeil describes like every woman's tits every single time uh, they show uh, up. It's the Stephen, literally. That's, literally. that's the I mean, Stephen King move. Listen, if I appeared in a Games Workshop book, I would demand that my tits <laughs> be described. <laughs> But it's like every single time, like like I mean, like, we've already heard this person. What the person like Legion. voluptuous breasts are like. It's like Legion we isn't know. better though. At least with Fulgrim, like it's like Slanesh, and okay, it's basically a man's idea of what's kinky or not. But at least with like, but like when it comes to like Legion, you have no excuse to like. Why are all the men's like tattoos of the Hydra like on their hips, but the women like uh, Roxanne's like tattoos on her like tits? It's fucking insane. Like, it was on her neck. No, it was on her tits. It was inc it was incredible. I like I I I feel gross talking about it. It was just straight up on her like chest. It was it's it's I nasty. Mean, it's Horace Harrison. What what you you mentioned Slanesh. I have an important like Fulgrim, and I have a very important question, and that is like, why is so much of the like stuff that's meant to be kinky completely unkinky? Because it's read by nerds. Answer. <laughs> Asked and answered. <laughs> it's getting it's laid by... is... For a nerd, getting laid is a once-in-a-decade experience, you know? And also, there's no himbos, of course. Which is... Well, I mean, yeah. 
the new slang or well, I mean, talking about ALS, the new slang or fiend bloods are the combos. I, I <laughs> defy you not to call. Um, them out. I've forgotten. Yeah, no, 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 not Fulgrim. Fantasy Fulgrim. A of Age of Sigmar Fulgrim. Sigvald. Sigvald. I defy you not to call Sigvald a himbo. Well, I mean, he was literally trapped in a mirror for like a billion years, so I'd definitely call that a himbo move. I do think one of the... Imagine getting trapped in a mirror and not knowing how to get out. I do think one of the key mistakes of the Horus Heresy was not leaning into the goofiness. You know, know, trying to make noise marines serious. uh, Instead of like, you know, I would, I mean, I would have totally, I would, I did read much to my regret all the like uh, emperor's children's books but i would have loved them if it had been like the noise marines falling for some sort of chaos warped you know uh classic rock or like glam rock if they were just descending into like glam rockers yes all right even better idea even better idea (sighs) what if school of rock but it's noise marines yes School of Rock. You have G- with... Jacob Black teaching a Don't bunch of like Marie. No, no, no. You have Phoebe's file. Yeah. The one time I did actually really enjoy Noise Marines was in Josh Reynolds' Phoebe's file trilogy. I thought they, they were very good in that. Of course yeah, they Phoebe's, were. Phoebe's file mean... was good. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Phoebe's file and School of Rock with a bunch of Noise Marines, and I just I, I want I mean like they they did they have the I think they still sell the model, you know that they brought back the like you know the high heel Noise Marine, but I want like all of them like that. I know the I would the, like to be able to buy a squad of Noise Marines like that. Like my options are buy ten of a twenty pound model or like. I, I have three squads of noise marines. You have to buy kits of space marines and then buy the guitar bits. And yeah. they aren't even cool guitars. Well, there are plenty of third-party options out there. Oh, well, that's illegal. You can't go to a GW uh, event with that. Uh, I just, the you just GW said police it. are going to arrest you. The GW police are already going to arrest me for having female space marine heads. Exactly. Uh, They're going to arrest you for being trans. I always try and get like some of the... Like, Warhammer Fantasy up, sorry, Age of Sigma. Um, musicians, like some flutes, skeleton flutes. I have I have a skeleton flute model right again, on my from Crooked Dice Managers. Nice. Very good. I do like the sloppy bile pipers. Yeah. I do like probably them. don't want your noise marine to be playing like a fucking pan flute or something, right? Like you know, no, that'd be noise sweet. Marine. Sounds I... of the apocalypse, and it's just like <laughs> Fucking noise it's marine flute. It's literally band. the um, recorder version of Jurassic Park where he's playing it really terribly. Welcome to Jurassic Park. I might have to put that drop in there now. Just, just, just like, Dude. yeah. Where are all the kazoo noise marines? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Where are the keytars? I yeah, mean, that's true. Is a good question. The keytar key actually should thing should be a thing noise marines have. It should be like all really like you know glam rock. And I I want like a 
I want um, a noise marine like vehicle that's just like a, a Moog synthesizer. Oh my god! I really, it's... I really hope that they would do like, like, like Max Rebo from uh, Star Wars, where he has like a little <laughs> floating thing around him, and you like get to like play on it. Like that'd be sick. I'd like to see like a drum kit, but it's just like a human being stretched out, and they're still yeah. alive. That would be sick. That would be sick. I want it's like the want... um, Infernal and Rapturous model that like Screw... she's like playing a harpsichord on someone's spine. Yeah, you oh, know it's so sick. Screw Chaos Space Marines and Screw Four K. I want all of this in Age of Sigmar. I want the Slanashi demons to be like these glam rockers with electric guitars. Yeah. Ugh. Can, can we just the, get himbo demonettes? Yeah, we need some fem- not female like um, demonettes at some point as well. Well, you, like... got, you got two options. Slash, you have you have uh, giant female demonette, or you have fat male demonette or demon guy. It has to be something that's like repulsive, but still kind of sexy to like a forty-year-old nerd. See, when that's the when that's the options for gender, that's why I transitioned. When it's fat dude or girl. <laughs> not a concept i was gonna say the two genders but oh, so this is the magus xlr theory of gender and i will i will espouse this everywhere i can okay so i know that this is kind of going back in time a little bit from the podcast but i wanted to say one last thing about flash kits and that furry animation uh nine times out of ten when people like do stuff that like talks about furries it's literally just like a dog whistle for hating on gay people 90% of the time. If you watch that video and it's like not furries, but like they're almost like, you know, it's mostly shitting on gay they're people. They're all actually. gay coded. They all have lists. Yes. They're all like tired gay, stereotypes furry, in a dog mask. Furry, it's very, it's very, it's very, uh, you know, kosher to hate on furries, but most like homophobes just do it because they, uh, don't want to like openly hate on gay people. It's the yeah. best litmus test like, like for a fascist furry, is yeah, like asking them how like, they feel about furries. Furries Plus are like a lot of direction. Yeah, furries are like sixty percent gay and like thirty another thirty percent bi. So like it's like nine like ninety percent of furries are some sort of you know gender or sexual minority. And also You're... like a lot of like furries are also like disabled in some way as well. I realized. So like, uh, it I mean, at least from like anyway, but like I, I I've just it, it's kind of like interesting as well from that angle. It's just like there's yeah. a lot of furry veterans as well. A lot of uh, gay veterans are furries. Well, you know, but, it's like, it's the classic. You know, you know why are there? You know, it's the same thing with with um, those trans and trans people, and it's probably more likely just that uh, those sort of groups are more likely to be to be accepting about it yeah well i can tell I think... you exactly why it's 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 furries just because like a, you know a lot of people who started the movement were gay people but there's also the fact that like there's um a crossover between pup play which is a very common gay king and you know furries obviously so you're going to have crossover there as well as stuff with leather and latex other sort of like you know stereotypically gay kink stuff is associated with like furry stuff there's a crossover so that's why you get that sort of thing but what i'm saying is like also like 90 like like usually when people hate on furries it's either because well one of them it's like they don't understand them and that's fine it's you know you just talk to people like that and they're usually nine times out of ten after you talk to them they don't care 
But like the people who really do care after you talk to them, those people are generally just hate gay people 90% of the time. I think yeah. important also is that for a lot of people, especially like younger furries, I guess, it's it's really important, at least from like what I found from like furry friends and et cetera, that like it's nice to have like another identity where you can just like experiment around. So mm-hmm. like a lot of LGBT people, if they're not a fairy, they end up playing D and D, or maybe do both, or they might end up playing like um, not playing, but they might have like OCs, or they may create characters, or they get into art and create cool characters because it's just nice to have that blank canvas that's not you but kind of is you but isn't you An but could be you in the future. Yeah, to like just experiment in and see what you're comfortable with, like especially like with gender and but also if you're just gay or whatever it's just nice to have like another you that you can mess around with and i think like when people deny themselves things like that then like also you start to get like people with a lot of like repressed issues that because they're not like playing them out properly in a healthy way especially with like furries being like a really accepting community i think that's kind of important because then like you really can like play things out whereas when it's tabletop and it's just your friend group when you show up with like, um, you know, a character with the opposite gender, they may not, you may not really have as much exploration with it. Whereas if it's just a fairy, it's just like, oh, okay, that's just your, that's just your thing. Okay, I when see what sh- I'm meant to interact with. When Apologies you show up to like your on. local gaming club with an opposite gender character, you have one problem, and that's that you have to play with the other players who are playing opposite gendered characters for a joke or for a laugh or for oh, like no. or sexualized for very, ones. Yeah. It's yeah. it gets it gets weird. I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and say like furries are most the, the most well adjusted people. Sometimes you will have furries that will do that thing where it's like, oh I'm gonna go play my D and D character and what the fuck everyone. It's like don't do that. Those no, people that's don't... a lot of very unhealthy furries, but Well yeah um, that, I think that also just comes from like the fact that yeah. Like that's Every the whole thing has them. Yeah, I th- I think people don't realize that like you know when people talk about um just just furries in general like or like people talk about like uh I think one of the biggest things is people think like zoo files and like people who fuck animals are furries and like well that's not what it is it's about creating a for sure a a and a, a different version of yourself that is idealized and you know also just like. You know, it's the parts of yourself that you like and things that you consider attractive and you put it into, like, you know, something that's very friendly and sort of wholesome rather than um, any sort of want to, like, fuck animals or whatnot, you know? Like, that's sort of my explanation of it. I don't think... I don't think most people in the furry community... Most people in the furry community are not zoophiles. They don't care about that. They just like animals, and they're just like, oh, I kind of feel like I'm a cat. You know, it'd be cool if I was a cat. What if I made a character that was like a cat? Oh, yeah. the sex aspect of things, I think straight people and non-furry people have, like, a pretty long history of, like, sexualizing animals themselves. Like, like especially, like, calling people, like, like, even, like, just in like a very vanilla setting calling each other kitten or this or that or like likening women to cats and um literally like the that, word the word pussy you know? comes from for first it's from a cat, cat thing. But then, yeah that's why some well sometimes even like when you talk about in the vernacular um the interesting thing about people using the word like pussy to mean like you know you're afraid of something 
that actually comes from the like pussy cat like cats are scared always scared of things and they run away but people like you know after it sort of being associated you know with women women's vaginas it started being considered more of like a sexist thing all men interesting or men's it ain't true 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 God, like more of a sexist thing out oh shit i've been fucking I'm called out on twitter.com damn you got me I was, I was more talking about, like, general society thing, because generally society doesn't like to talk about men's vaginas. But I know, no. it's, 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 it's... You'll be banished yeah. to the, uh, the wastes of 1D4chan, I? I only ever talk about men's vaginas. Big if true. I'm... can cut that out. <laughs> you can cut that out. <laughs> and I'm going to do, do what I did with the DACA thing. I'm just going to reference it so that it can't be cut out. There we go. Oh, fuck. Now we can move on. Oh, there we go. DACA. But I think, um, I think I've, I've said my piece, piece on the subject. I don't know if you guys want to wrap up on anything. Um, I don't really have any opinion uh, on any of that. Uh, but um, oh, someone, so someone should go check check on Jervis Johnson. Would have found. Uh, it gets more throaty every time you say that one. I... <laughs> <laughs> we, ain't gonna, we ain't cutting any of this out now. You're in too deep. Oh, Caligula would have proud. Okay, so like. Do you have any shoutouts? Yeah, I I did have like. So I guess go watch Spice Eight Rack, who we mentioned earlier. Fucking awesome stuff. Um, but I have I want to give a shout out to my friend Tom, who will never listen to this because he's an utter asshole. But uh, Caligula's Very totally much, gonna yeah. catch on, and you're an asshole for never Fucking trying to fun. use it. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> um, shout out to like the two or three people on Iron Reach. I'm gonna link this to because they were like, "Oh, you're gonna be on a podcast," and they're just gonna be mortified by this. Fuck me to Iron Reach. I see you, Iron Reach. I'm gonna fucking kill you. Shout out to the two people in the movie Iron so Skies so who are gonna see this. I mean, I'm... yeah. Shout out to the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 glad I you got yeah uh, yeah we're signing off. We sh- we we shot on the far right way too much in this episode to like go to sleep like safe without locking our doors. Oh. So I think we should say some good things about Nazis <laughs> on three, two, one. What she asked of me at the end of the day Caligula would have blushed Oh, you've been in the house too long, she said And I naturally fled In my life Why do I smile At people who I'd much rather
was happy in the haze of a drunken hour, but heaven knows a miserable 